You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. It's time for the World Arm Wrestling League this week. I'm your host Neil Pickup, and it is on. Hello ladies and gents, welcome to World Arm Wrestling League this week, show number 46. My name's Neil Pickup, and as always, I'm going to be here with you throughout the episode, and it is a packed one. Four guests, two from the middleweight, two from the lightweights, three from the roster, and a very new face, but a very interesting one. Let's get right into the mix with show 46. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. And it's another packed episode. And it cuts across two weight categories. We've got the lightweights represented. We've got the middleweights represented. And I'm sure this is going to be a heated show. Let me just introduce you to exactly who we've got on the line. We've got Doug, the animal, Ehrlich. We've got Mindaugas Teresetis of Lithuania. A new name, a new face. But believe me, it's a name you'll all know by the end of this year. And then we got two middleweights on the show, and we've kept these guys apart for way too long. It's been at least like three weeks, and so much has happened in that time. We couldn't resist, we couldn't keep them apart anymore. Ryan Bowen is on the show, and his very good friend, Rob Vigent Jr. Guys, how's everybody doing? Yeah, yeah, pretty excited to be on the show. There you go, Mindau. We're excited to have you on here, mate. And um, we're going to start with uh, with you, Mindaugas, because you're a very, very well-known name within global arm wrestling right now. You're a dominant force in your nation, and you're definitely perceived by most people in the know as a world-class lightweight right now. But for those people who aren't familiar with you, just give us a little bit of a resume. Now, just tell us a little bit about yourself and some of your accolades in the sport. Uh, okay, how how long does it have to take? Uh, how much time do I have for it? You sound like my wife. I know it's a long story. So, but I can, I, I will try to be quick on this yeah, one. Yeah, just, uh, just, just a bullet summary, really. Yeah, just tell us, tell us who you are, a couple of your massive wins, and you've had a few, uh, and 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 we'll go from there. So yeah, um, I'm originally from Lithuania, now living in Denmark. Um, I guess I will just represent Eastern Europe in WL, since uh, I don't think there are any representatives yet, and um, been training for uh, ten years already. Uh, always kept trying to just uh, market myself and put my name uh, out so I can meet uh, stronger and stronger people just to also improve myself and uh, that's why now I'm coming to WL as well it feels like uh, the level is getting higher and uh, it's probably worth to to check it out um, what else well, I'm going to pick up on that, mate. You've had, for, I'll help you along here a little bit. You've had experience with some of the guys on the World Arm Wrestling League roster, um, mm-hmm. namely Jeff Hale. You pulled Jeff Hale at the Arnold's, I think it was, in Ohio. 
That's and, correct. Um, I think you were relatively dominant in that scenario as well. So it's undeniable for those people who are familiar. Just tell us how that went down with Jeff. Yeah, so I think Jeff was getting ready for uh, Worlds in uh, in um, one of the European countries. I don't remember which. And he was just trying to understand what is the level. So he invited me to uh, Arnold's. And of course, I just used an opportunity, flew in and uh, had a nice competition. Um, Jeff felt okay, um, but still just couldn't get his hook or you know couldn't uh, finish me. So I wouldn't say I dominated him too much, but it felt uh, it felt uh, fine. So yeah, Jeff just simply wanted to see what is the level in Europe, so he would be more ready, and that's why he invited me, and that's what he got. Now we're gonna we're gonna get into that a little bit. We've got guys that I'm sure will want to comment on that whole, you know, uh, USA versus Europe thing. Um, we've also and, and obviously Australia, yes, the Oceanic region represented by the red head. And I'm sure he'll have some comments in there as well. But just to kick things off, mate, obviously you spoke about uh, Jeff finding the level of the European arm wrestlers. Now, just give us an indication. What are your biggest accolades today, Mindalgas? What, what's your, what would you say are your most significant uh, wins and achievements in the sport? Uh, let me think. I didn't really, I don't really think about them. I think they're still coming, but... Um... Just winning uh, high places at Worlds, like second after Mac ah, beating Makaro once. You know, that guy is is crazy. Mm -hmm. The guy from Russia. Yeah. Um, just winning Zloty a couple times, having a lot of good matches with all, all these top pullers from I'm just going to stop you there for a minute. So, Ryan, you do know yeah. this kid's like, what? He, he went to Zloty, he won. We'll leave it. <laughs> no, I, uh, I I grouped up with with Mindogus in the in the in the back alleys at uh, of the Lottie room. So I, I I have a good appreciation of, of where his levels at. Uh, I mean, it was after pulling, but he was I, I couldn't do anything with his hand the rest of the time. So it was, no, it was Ryan was obviously very tired, but uh, still, it would be actually interesting to see if uh, how would the match go between us. Mm -hmm. Christ, he's already moved up weight classes. <laughs> now. <laughs> Get him a hammer shot, Neil. Get him the middleweight hammer shot. He can do it. Well, actually, I'm going to say, Mindaugas, very respectful individual, and he's been on the, the call now for coming up to six and a half minutes, and he hasn't claimed that he could beat the out of Rob Vigent Jr., which I think is probably a sure record, because most people with that here definitely work Rob. Oh, we have to respect Rob. He's, uh, you know, he's one of the most athletic guys in WL, so probably one of the few guys who I would really expect uh, respect, let's say so. Man, this hey, is so. This is so. Uh, this is kind of odd to hear him be so polite. Mendogas be so polite. He's, he's he talks so much shit on uh, Facebook. I have to be polite with uh, R. V. J. You know, but right. Uh, you were being polite when you said that you uh, that Jeff Hill wasn't or uh, it wasn't that easy because um, it looked like it was, but. I will say this, it was very easy when I pulled Jeff, so if that's any inclination of where I'm at. So I beat him 6 nothing, and uh, didn't even, didn't, never slowed me down, so. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome the animal to the call. Hello, Google. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm very, uh, I would really like to hear more from Doug. Um, the guy is not uh, known 
here in Europe. So, and I think even in US, people uh, seemed like they almost didn't notice you, Doug. Well, that's definitely not the, that's not the case. Uh, and I'm definitely known here. Uh, in Europe, I've been to Zlati. I did all right. Um, nothing crazy, but the... Uh, I'm pretty known over there as well. I, uh, it's funny that, uh, you know, you say that, but you're not very well known here either though, but we know all the other Europeans. So it's kind of weird. Well, you will know more about me very soon. Now do, let, let's get into that a little bit. And I'm going to go to our independent board of analysts, i.e. Ryan and Rob to just break <laughs> this down a little bit. Now, I'm going to keep these guys off each other for a minute. We're going to start with Rob, because he usually says things that are uh, pretty direct. Rob. Yeah. You're familiar with the animal. You're familiar with Mindaugas. Well, obviously, yeah. a lot of people didn't really see Doug at his true potential. He, unfortunately, suffered a pretty serious injury uh, in his mm. first outing within the World Arm Wrestling League. But that's not to take away the guy's obvious strength and, and, and power. When you look at a match between a top roller, a pronating top roller like Mindaugas and Doug, who do you see that sort of pendulum of uh, opportunity swing in favour of, mate? Who would you fancy in that match? Um, I think right now, as a person that uh, I think I think they have their lanes of strength. I think that uh, someone with Mendalgas's strength in the top role is going to be always have someone against the ropes, and I think it's a really hard match with Doug because he's coming in off an injury, and already there's talks about him pulling. Uh, he's got world class power, but to jump in, you know, with a little bit of ring rust on and pull, maybe arguably the best guy in that weight class in the world. Uh, so. You know, it's like an expression in fighting. When you bring somebody up too fast, they can they can get hurt. And I think Doug's got the privilege of pulling maybe the best guy or one of the best guys in the world right out of the gates with WAL last year. And the talks about him pulling Mendaugas, Um, You know, I'd like to see him get some more matches under his belt, but there's no doubt his arm strength and body strength, he's an incredible athlete. It's just a matter of... Uh, maintaining his position a little better and getting a little more polished up on the table. But physically, uh, he's definitely worthy. Some people aren't even in the conversation on any of the strengths. There's very dangerous lanes that Doug could put Mendalgas in, but there's no denying what he's done. Uh, Mendalgas has done that, you know, I think he's almost a favorite with almost anybody, uh, which is a great opportunity for anyone who pulls him. But, me being an arm wrestling fan, I think, uh, you know, it, it, it's a hell of a match for anyone to take on Mendagas. But Doug does have the physicality to get it done if he comes in polished. And let's go over the same question to Ryan Bowen. Obviously, Ryan, I don't know how familiar you are with, with Doug's um, previous matches, but obviously he's been against some top-class pullers and never faced Mendagas, um, but he's known for that top-end strength. Do you think that that, that would close Mendalgas' game down? Well, I remember actually doing some research on Doug last year prior to um, 501, and I, I I asked Justin Bishop about Doug, and he described 
Doug to me is as viciously strong, but he just kind of kind of comes in and out of the sport, and um, he's always dangerous every time he has come into the sport. And I watched him pull Tony, and I saw I saw the injury happen and all that sort of stuff, which meant that I didn't get to see a lot of a lot of Doug after that round one. But I, I guess the attitude that I hear from Doug is, is one of a fearless kind of attitude. He's, he's kind of that. He's happy to go in and fight these guys that are that are the world champs, that are the top tier guys. So he's he doesn't. I don't think he minds being thrown into the deep end. So it makes it interesting because he's. It sounds like to me, it's he's going to be a scrapyard sort of fighter, and 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 he's happy to get dirty in the fight kind of thing. So I think that the, in the WAL arena, it's going to be different from Indogus because it is a dirty fight compared to the rigid rules of of Zloty or or a WAP World Championships or something like that. So there's there's opportunities there for Doug. Um, I, I would have to say Mindogus would be the favourite given his calibre and what he's done. But it's a it's a match that I'd be I'd be keen to see for sure. No, Mindogus, obviously you heard uh, the comments of both the middleweight lads there and, and um, we've seen other top class European arm wrestlers come over to World Arm Wrestling League and I mean most famously let's talk about Giannis Amelins. Okay? a guy who you know very well, I've got massive respect for, and some similarities with, to be perfectly honest, in your approach to the sport. And yet we saw, to be fair, he went on a bit of a learning curve, didn't he? You know, as he, as he meant, as a lot of arm wrestlers do, you sometimes have that adjustment period where you are sort of getting yourself used to the format, the structure, the rule system, uh, the cadence of the referees, the differences in the table, however slight they may be. Is that something you feel you could prepare for, or do you think um, your first outing is going to be challenging? I think for me, uh, the different rule set uh, is not going to be a problem at all. Um, many of the Europeans seem to be uh, stuck in these uh, rigid rules, and somehow they just cannot adjust quickly. Uh, like I think Yanis couldn't do it very quickly. But um, I think I, I'm just coming for a win. My mind is still fresh. I will, I will adjust quickly and just uh, do everything I need to win. So I don't think uh, the rule set is a problem at all. And when you look at an opponent or a potential opponent like Doug, what, what do you think it is within your toolbox? What in your arsenal allows you to take a man like that apart? So I was uh, watching some of Doug's matches um, with Tony Kitausi, obviously, and then some matches with um, Paul Talbot. Mm -hmm. I can see that he's uh, quite—he's trying to top roll quite often, but uh, he mo mostly just fails and uh, relies on. Uh, some like triceps or side pressure without like by flopping his wrist. So which and that triceps pressure is not triceps press is not that doesn't look that good. Uh, looks like he, he he's not really training for it. Just has to go into that into that. So I don't think it's a, it's a, it's gonna be scary for me. And uh, otherwise, of course, I mean, I will obviously just topple him. And that's it. No, I have to. Of course, I will always be ready for him. I will take him seriously, but uh, and I should talk nicely about him. But after all, it's just a joke for me, of course. 
uh, no. talk nicely, but just a joke. You know, the funny thing is that is the only move you have, though. You are a one-trick pony, so that is you. And it's good. It's a good trick, but that's you know you you know you can you play the 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 modest uh, um, respectable role and then put a nice little jab in at the end. That's I, I just call that fake. That's all that is. So you 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 know that's not very respectful. If you're gonna talk shit, just be a man about it and talk shit. Like so many, so many things are working in my favor now. Um, people just don't really know how much I have progressed during the past couple of years. And uh, like we have so many videos of me top rolling. And um, at the moment, I'm really not, I wouldn't even consider myself a top roller anymore. Um, I went uh, for a more manly way of pulling, which is like more, more like a hook. So Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I hate this fuck that notion. I almost dropped it on you, Neil. I hate that notion that manly pulling is hook pulling. Only people with shitty fucking wrists bitch about top rolling. If they could, if they could top roll as effectively as the top top rollers, they'd be fucking top rolling. Stop with it. It's manly arm wrestling is winning. Okay, there. look, that's Proceed. what I would say. <laughs> Proceed. Uh, if look, okay, it's it's still okay to top roll, but then you should uh, let your opponent to close his fingers properly and not try to be a rat like Sam Harris. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he just took Sam Harris in in a quiet voice. But I mean, August, that may be the best put down because that put down there, that was the kind of put down that it is like. You know when you when you put your child to bed at night and you're reading him, you know, he's just had his hot chocolate. You took him in with his teddy bear and you start to read him that story in a nice, quiet, soothing voice. And you were in that voice when you smashed some. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, we've got to take a short break right there, but please don't go anywhere. We'll be back in just a few. Welcome back, guys. Show number 46. My guests, Ryan Bowen, RVJ, Doug, Ehrlich, and Mindaugas Teresetis. Let's get back into the action with the guys. That's the thing about the WAL is that what you what you might describe as someone being a rat, you got to be prepared for that. Like, we saw it, we saw it with Ermes Gasparini's and Matt, Matt Mask. Um, you, someone will take everything before you, and the go is going to happen anyway. That's the exactly. Thing. I, I was about you, to mention Gasparini you, as well. I, I want to know. I want to know. Round one in, in WAL, are you going to stand there and let someone do that, or are you going to do it too? I will do it too. Uh, and no, I, no, I, yeah, of course I would. But um, you saw how Gasparini couldn't uh, or didn't really have a plan B, and that's what I hate about it. Like he could only, he was only ready for a top roll, which is a little bit, a little, a little bit of a rat move already. And then he didn't really have anything else. So I, I, I don't have much respect for Gasparini. No plan B, no nothing. I didn't like it. Um, you got, you need to be breaking down why Sam Harris is a rat. Well, just look at, at his setups. Um, the guy doesn't even let to close, um, you know, the fingers to his opponent. It's just uh, he's just going out, uh, pulling way too much before we go. Uh, the setup is clearly not fair. You you have seen it against Jeff Hale. Yeah, I must admit. I, I think uh, I think that Sam applied everything he could he, he used every weapon in the arsenal but you know 
you gotta you gotta say that the guy got the result. He grounded out, and he he gained a great deal of respect from Jeff. When I spoke to Jeff after that match, Jeff said, "Look, you know, in 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 the current setup within World Arm Wrestling League and the the current rule system." Sam has really carved himself out a niche in knowing exactly how to how to get away with every single thing he can. And he's going to be tough to beat in that format. And that makes an interesting potential contest between him and Giannis. Uh, that could be a very exciting one, mate. Who, how would you see that going? Uh, Sam and Giannis? Yeah. Um, well, I, I guess Giannis would win. But of course, uh, there is a danger of... Uh, um, you know, Yanis doesn't really like to pull, um, to put any pressure before the go. He's very good at uh, just jumping off the, off the go. Uh, so if Sam can apply some pressure before the go and just uh, try to already drag, he might be able to stop Yanis. Doug, do you agree with that sort of uh, rundown? Do you think? Do you see it going the same way? Uh, uh, Sam, I think, has last wins on uh, Giannis. I mean, I would never doubt Sam. He's pulled. He's pulled off a lot of wins. I didn't think that he could pull off, but uh, I don't. I mean, I'm not in agreement with everybody else on the. I haven't pulled as much in the WAL as some of these guys, but I really didn't feel like Bart was letting me get away with anything that. I would have gotten away with in like a WAF setting or anything like that. I mean, I've pulled AAA rules with some pretty strict refs and and I pulled Zlotti and I was able to really do about the same thing. I mean, it wasn't, it's really not that much of a difference to me. Mm -hmm. um, if it, don't, don't fight back. If somebody pulls your arm off the table, they pull your arm off the table. I mean, it's, yeah. it's part of it. Bart states it. Bart states it in the beginning of the uh, when we're doing going over the rules. He's he he's, he says that he says those exact words. So, you know, if if I'm not gonna if somebody's now I will address uh, Mendogas uh, talking about my Paul, my match with Paul Talbot and uh, and Tony Katowski and. He, it's funny, he points out the only two matches that I've ever really been flopped like that to the to that extent. Now, I will, I'll tell you this, I, with, with Paul, it was given, uh, I let it go intentionally. My hand was too blown up. He played a good, uh, good uh, pre-setup game where he blew my hand up and um, I, I, didn't have, I didn't have my hand. Second of all, with Tony, I, I straight up, nothing against Tony, nothing, not saying he didn't have a better wrist, a better hand, but my strap setup was horrible and the strap buckled me. Like it was not a situation where I had a horrible strap setup. I didn't like it before the go and it was buckling. I felt it buckling me before I even went. And that was based on how he, when he, the way he set up high and then dumped his wrist right before the go. And it, and when I felt it cinched down, it buckled my wrist. I'll be prepared for that next time, but it, that that's not something that it was. I was fighting two people there. I was fighting the straps and I was fighting Tony. So you that's just a that's a bad example um, of a. You should probably start preparing the excuses uh, after my match. Yeah, that's not. First of all, that's a, a reason, not an excuse. Second of all, um, I love how you came into this conversation with this modest, respectful to everybody role, and now and then you just keep coming out with these jabs. So don't play that role no more. 
Okay, you're not that guy. You're you're you want you're trying I'm to come off as the bad though. guy and the nice guy. So let's pick one side or the other. I mean, Doug, let, 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 let's just, you know, let's focus on what Rob and uh, Ryan said earlier on. I mean, do you take any of those comments to heart? Do you, do, When you look at Mindaugas as a guy coming into the league, do you think, uh, do you fear that? Do you, do you, Are you concerned about the fact that, you know, he may be what Rob's just said and he's coming in with that global pedigree. You're getting potentially the most difficult match right out of the blocks. Is that something that worries you or do you see that as an opportunity? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I told Rob, me and him have spoke. Uh, I've talked to a couple people, uh, me and Justin talked the other day, and I was just, you know, the he's a world-class arm wrestler. There's nothing – I'm not saying the guy's not a good arm wrestler. I've never um, – he's he's got all the accolades. He's got all the titles. He's, he's the favorite. Um, I am coming off of an injury where – I hadn't been able to compete since then. I'm training, but and I'm getting in back in good shape. But um, you know that everybody everybody would love to get a get a couple um, you, you know matches under their belt before they face a guy like him. But you know mm-hmm. if 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 that's what I got to do coming in, then I mean that's what I got to do. But I could I mean it, he's got all the. He's got everything to lose. I've got nothing to lose. He, I've got everything to gain. If I beat him, I beat a world-class, you know, champion, a world champion. He beats me. He beat this bodybuilder that he calls me and, uh, you know, a nobody who gets his wrist flopped by everybody. So, I, really, he's got everything to lose. I mean, I beat him. I'm going to – it's going to be all over all over YouTube and, and uh, you know, Facebook, and it's going to put a little dent in his – his confidence. So, and where's the injury at, Doug? I mean, obviously, everybody was very aware of that. You say you're training. Are you training on the table now, mate, or are you just tra- able to train in the gym? I'm training a little bit on the table. I'm in the gym. I'm I'm on the table, um, doing, you know, certain movements and stuff. I have no pain anymore. I tore my pronator mm-hmm. and ulnar carpet in my forearm. That tear wasn't that bad, but the pronator was the one that took a while to heal because it's it's just a small muscle that gets used a lot and i it was never it was never really i never really gave it the time to rest you know i've got three kids so i'm you know constantly picking them up and playing ball with them and you know i'm not gonna i'm not gonna continue to or i'm not gonna put a stop to playing with my kids just absolutely heal up my arm but you know it's it took a while but it's in good shape now i'm feeling strong I'm strong. I'm I'm just as strong or stronger than before. It's just, you know, getting ready for camp, basically, like getting my stamina up to up to par, and 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 all that is the my only concern, really. Do you think that if you were to have a match in sort of May June this year, that, that that's even a viable opportunity oh, for you? Do you think you can recover by then? Oh, May or June would be plenty of time. I'd be ready by yeah. I'd be ready by May for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I'm. I really, I'd be ready by April, but I think, uh, um, yeah, May that extra month would uh, would help. But I'm, I mean, I I could go out and probably beat Mendogas tomorrow, but um, <laughs> that's not really my concern. All I got to do is stop his top roll because that's that's really that's really he ain't got no side pressure or anything, no, you know, no arm, no bicep. You've seen them little uh, them string bean arms he's got. So did did you did you see how I tried to press jersey? No, I didn't. But I did see how you lost to Daniel, and uh, that was, you know, Daniel you had is, everything. 
Daniel is this uh, really special guy. He is I know, but you had his wrist, you had everything. He's the only guy ever to be able to do what he does. Oh well, man, that must that must say that must say something about some of these other guys, you know, that uh have only been done done like that by by one guy, you know. It's, um, you know, it's it, it is what it is. You're you're a you're you're a top class athlete. I ain't taking nothing away from you, but I damn sure ain't gonna tell you you're about to go beat me. Well, I'm very happy for you, Doug, because uh, you are getting an opportunity to understand what uh, the true power is. <laughs> so you can stop bragging. Look, I saw you. I saw you in after pulling, getting drugged by Alex uh, from up there in uh, at the Arnold. Like the, you, Alex, and a couple other guys were were. Uh, just flopping your wrist over. Vladis was just, I, I pulled Vladis before. Vladis was flopping you like it was nothing in the gym uh, not long ago, actually, I believe. And nothing against Vladis. Vladis is an absolute monster. But you didn't even, it didn't even look like you, you had anything for him. Um, yeah, I don't know how much I should say about it, but um, I can confidently say that I'm much stronger than Vladis now. And mm. I always was. I just uh, do it, do some table time training, and then two days later I go to Riga and, and do a training with them. That's that's why we end up having all these losses in the training. Well, I hope you bring all these excuses after you lose. It's not excuse. It's not an excuse. It's just a training video. Oh, they're not excuses when you say it, but when I say it. Okay, back to you, Neil. It's that time again. We got to take a short break, ladies and gentlemen. Make a brew, get up, have a wander round, stretch your legs. Come back quick, though. We'll be straight back in the action with the guys in just a few. Welcome back, guys. Where have you been? If you're just joining us, we got four tremendous guests. Rob Bidget Jr., we got Ryan Bowen, we got Mindaugas Teresatus of Lithuania, and the animal, Doug Ehrlich. Let's get right back into it. Ryan, I, you know what? Usually, I expected that you and Rob Bidgeon were going to be one of the top. This year, you'd take some whipping in terms of when you got on and got into each other. But from that respectful... I mean, Sam Harris isn't on the call and he's a rat. <laughs> hey, hey. I'm, I'm just glad that I can sit back and watch people catapult and bomb each other and I'm not even in it. I know. Sam pulls hey. within the rules. Sam pulls within the rules. I mean, I... Like I said, this he talks so much trash on Facebook and and here plays the respect card. But the fact of the matter is, Sam, Sam would, I put my money on Sam against uh, Mendogas. So yeah, I'll jump in on there with Doug on that one. I I think Sam fell into the WAL champion pit, which means as soon as you become a WAL champion, you're like uh, almost as good as being like the Dunkin' Donuts fucking Munchkin eating champ. You're really a nobody, and he's really a world class athlete that I think if his last name ended with a V or a Z, he'd get a lot more respect because uh, he's not a European. Sam is a, a really, really good arm wrestler and a great athlete, and he's just another one of the guys that doesn't get the respect he deserves. Uh, I think a match with him and Mendagas is great, but just chiming in there that, you know, Sam did get bombed out a little bit, but he's an incredible athlete. Win, lose, or draw, I mean, he's world-class. I mean, that's a fair point. And I'm, I also think we should go around everybody on the call right now just to find out, does anybody know 
anybody in your club or who you train with at any time that can't beat Rob. Oh, no, man. I'm not even first place in my household. My kids tell me. My kids tell me every day they can whip my ass. <laughs> no, so joking aside, Lindalgus, when, when, when you look at the WAL roster right now, you know, and you, you, you see, obviously, Tony, you see... You're the man who you know very well. You see Yanis right there in the mix. You see Sam. You see Jeff, who you've had previous experience with. Do you have anyone on that roster at this point in time who you feel would give you uh, serious problems, or do they? All, do you do you feel like you can come in and sweep the division? Uh, all of them, of course, are serious. Sam wrestlers and. Um... All of them are very strong, but uh, luckily, I'm already in, at the at my time of you know it. It took a while for me to uh, slowly get my uh, like train uh, how to say uh, get my powers up and uh, to really get a nice lock, develop my my joints and stuff. You know, I was doing it the, the slow way. Uh, just trying to live a long life and uh, I never wanted to have to like to be too muscular so that's why it took a, a while but I think now is the time when I really feel very confident and um, I can tell you I would uh, beat every each of these guys Yanis included I think Yanis and Tony would be the most dangerous and Sam is I think I'm pretty sure I can just try to press Sam to bed. And then the Jeff, yeah, we already know what happened with Jeff. <laughs> so not, uh, I, I just really need an opportunity to to show my skills. Oh, and uh, never. This, guy got, this guy's going to jump in on the hunt of Red October and be a voiceover. He's fucking Man, awesome. It's kind of sinister. It, there's a good, you got a good angle there going because... You, you, you're like, it's it's like nice and sinister as hell at the same time, isn't it? Yeah. It's like, would you like a biscuit? I'd kill you. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking rat. <laughs> Mate. You, you, know when you, have, you know when you have something great in your pocket and you want, um, and it's always better to share it and then everybody else is happy. So I just want to share the, all the powers which I gained. Uh, just to educate U.S. on uh, what is the true power. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> oh, my God, a Rocky film's about to kick off. That's a hot button topic about uh, the U.S. being educated, because let's just say, for instance, you are the very best guy in the world. You can't quite be the representative of all of what is Europe. Like, there's a bunch of clones of you running around because you're stomping out Europe too. So does that mean the rest of Europe is weak? You know, you're beating other European champions. So, you know, if you come to the U.S. and do stomp people out, let's just say that's like Michael Jordan shitting on all the other basketball players. They're still good players. I mean, you just, if you're that guy that's better, it's not representative of Europe versus United States. It's representative of maybe the best guy in the world who's pulling in the United States. You know what I'm saying? No, of course, not everybody has to be the best. And uh, like it's, it's still okay to be a strong arm wrestler and just enjoy the sport. 
but uh, if you start bragging about how strong you are and when you lose against Ryan, like Chan Shaw did, that's just bullshit. <laughs> oh my god oh, I mean I just want I just don't want to hear such a bragging like chance like chance was saying like he's strong and stuff and he's gonna win and then loses against Ryan come on you, hey Mindaugas, even a even a stone cold put you to bed serial killer like you must be able to appreciate the sheer audacity that it took for chance sure to lose to Ryan, who, you know, nobody bets on, whilst wearing a pink cowboy hat and a pink Tommy Bahama shirt with bananas on it. Listen, yes. if Homeboy could have hit a button to, to start an active shooter scene in that garage after round one, he would have. He wanted out of there. <laughs> hey. No, but yeah, I feel like uh, WL or like uh, as a league is getting more and more brave. Initially, you guys were taking the, the Europeans from Scandinavia, you know, Western Europe, and now little by little, the true Eastern power is arriving. Well, oh, I want to say right now, Vidalgas, that I'm not sure that's a smart move because, you know, you've only just been invited to come into the league and I feel <laughs> nervous as hell about it. I'm going to be honest, if we are, when we are over at one of these events and I'm there, I'm going to make sure that I do not walk down anywhere like that's not really well lit when it's just me. <laughs> you know, because... Uh, yeah, you scary dude. No, I mean, does anybody else agree with me on this? Just me? I don't at all. <laughs> I want to weigh yeah. your European I'm just going to stay on the good side. I know that him and I are on a good level, so I'm going to keep it there. Yeah, you need to as well. I'm going to ring Evan Burgoyne to come out and look after me. <laughs> <laughs> no, Neil, don't, you don't have to worry about it. We are... His hit list is already full. Yeah, Sam, that's it. Sam's in trouble. Fucking Chance Shaw's in trouble. Who else is dead? <laughs> yeah, once he get when when I once I see him get through Sam Harris and Chance, I'll be like, oh Jesus, keep on right. the boot, the boot with a razor tip. Watch <laughs> out, dog. Yes, is this sir. guy sending chills down your spine or what? <laughs> this is uh, it's just it's amusing to me because he talks about somebody. Uh, you know, running their mouth, uh, like Chance running his mouth and then losing. And, you know, I, I hope he stays undefeated the rest of his life because uh, that comment will come to haunt him because he's been talking <laughs> mad shit. Neil, let me let me weigh in on the European versus North American thing. I had, this, I had a conversation with John. I'm, I'm, at, I'm at John's place at the moment. He's at work. But John is one guy from America who has dominated both sides of the globe. And I asked him the question. A European stronger than American, uh, in his perspective, and his answer was was they have more depth, but no, they're not stronger, and they just are familiar with their style of start. And most Americans who go over there aren't familiar with that. And, and we talked about the difference between the amount of load. He said he hates he hates personally starting under zloty conditions and that because he's so used to loading in North America. Um, so I, I think it's just, it's almost two different sports in the way that the matches start. And I think so often, more, most of the data that we have with Europeans against North Americans takes place in Europe. 
we don't get as much data with it taking place in North America. So I think at the end of the day, we're all human. And John, as the strongest arm wrestler in, in almost dominant arm wrestler in history, his perspective is that there's no strength difference across the across the pond at all. Buy that man a beer immediately. And can yeah, I just I mean, stop you the there truth. a second, Ryan, and just say, you know, you you obviously just described John Brzezink as the strongest arm wrestler in history. Um, or are you aware that Danny Tesh is alive? Guys, let me jump in on this a little. Um, when I talk about like European versus American arm wrestling, and, I, and when I say that uh, European or Asian, like uh, Kazakhstan, Arm wrestling is probably better than American. I'm only say, talking about this one percent, one percent at the top. I'm not the elite. The general, yeah, the elite players. Yeah. I think the elite level is higher in Asia or, or Europe. Unfortunately, guys, that wraps up the show for another week. What a cracker! Ryan Bowen, RVJ, Ehrlich, and Teresatis getting into it there. A massive thank you to all the lads there for taking the time out to join us on the show. And a massive thanks to all of you, once again, guys, for taking your time to check us out. And we hope you will again, same time, next time, right here on the World Arm Wrestling League this week with myself, Neil Pickle. Till then, you know the drill. Take it easy, peeps. Sports betting is sweeping across the country faster than the coronavirus, and wagering week is your antidote. I'm Tom Martin, and I'm a veteran sports analyst and respected sports handicapper who helped build ESPN's brand. I've been recognized and awarded by Pro Football Weekly and Gaming Today magazine as the honest handicapper. Let the other guys give you the same old boring sports talk with the same tired storylines. We'll give it to you straight here every Friday on Wagering Week. Don't gamble with other podcasts. Let Sports Garden Network's Wagering Week help your bottom line.